Hi, Disney fans. This week, we're chatting Disney-branded television's adorable animated series, Pupstruction, with two of its voice stars, Yvette Nicole Brown and Bobby Moynihan. I'm Hunter. I'm Lisa. And I'm Sherry. And this is D23 Inside Disney. All right, guys. So they've both been on the podcast before, right? Oh, yes. We often joke about how Yvette Nicole Brown is like a semi-permanent guest co-host because she's been on the show so many times. <laughs> We've had her talk about live action Lady and the Tramp, the Big Fib, and the list goes on and on and on. And then Bobby, we've talked to him about Star Wars visions, DuckTales, his love of the Muppets. <clears throat> yeah, they're both fantastic returning guests. What an amazing duo they make, honestly. And I love that Bobby loves the Muppets and Yvette actually was in Muppets Haunted Mansion. So it's like they were destined to be together. <laughs> like, yes. Come on now. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I really do. I appreciate Yvette so much. She just seems like such a amazing, amazing person. Did you both know that she actually adopted a dog from Lady and the Tramp. She told us back during D23 Expo 2019, her dog Harley was one of Lady's doubles in the film. That's so Aww. cute. Very sweet. Ah, I wonder if she feeds Harley spaghetti. I don't think doctors are supposed to eat spaghetti. So never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Scratch that. <laughs> but at least recreate the meatball moment. How about there that? You go. The, yeah, just a little. There you go. Yeah. I don't know too many people who have a dog from a Disney movie. That's a pretty unique thing to have. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> that is true. Well, let's get into a little bit of trivia. Besides Pupstruction, Yvette and Bobby have voice characters on a bunch of animated series and shorts, even a live action movie or two. You already said Lady and the Tramp from around <laughs> the world of Disney over the years. How many can you guys name? Ooh, okay. Let's see. We said the big fib for Yvette, but she's also been on Big Shot. Speaking of big titles. And Disenchanted. How could we forget? I loved that movie. <laughs> she was so good in Disenchanted. I loved her. She was fabulous. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I was going to say Disenchanted. <laughs> <sighs> Such a good one. I'm right with you. Those are so good. What about Bobby? Any for Bobby? Ooh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, so I'm a big fan of his Pixar work. And you're probably thinking, what Pixar work are you talking about? So he was a Roar Omega Roar member named Chet in Monsters University. Yeah. And he was also a forgetter in Inside Out along with Paula Poundstone. And you're welcome if the Triple Dent Gum theme song is now stuck in your head. <laughs> I think Bobby did a little lisp in Monsters yes. University. If I, I love that character. So funny. Mm -hmm. He was Louie Duck on DuckTales. <laughs> in Descendants 2 and 3, he was Dude, which is Carlos's dog who gains the power of speech. In Star Wars Visions, Bobby voices Geezer. And in Star Wars Resistance, Bobby voiced Orca. A lot of Star Wars for Bobby. Wow. And, oh, I just remembered, Yvette, she was in an episode of That's So Raven. She was in an episode of That's So Raven. <sighs> What a Disney icon. Yeah, they're both Disney icons. Yeah. They actually worked together before on Alice's Wonderland Bakery. Yvette voices Mama Rabbit and Bobby voices Tweedle Don't. <laughs> <laughs> on Puppy Dog Pals, Yvette voiced Daisy. Mm -hmm. On Elena of Avalor, Yvette voiced Luna. And on Fire Buds, Yvette voices Chef Faye Fireson. Wow. What a resume. Honestly, these two are so incredibly talented. I really, though, I loved your fun fact, Sherry, about Bobby, where it was like the earworm and inside out. And then you're talking <laughs> about DuckTales, Hunter, and I just can't handle like the songs from that. That's going to be in my head all day. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Circling back to Pupstruction, 
It's such a cute show. It follows the adventures of a doggone hardworking construction crew, ranging from some of the brawniest breeds to irresistibly cute puppies. It's so cute. We can't say the word cute enough. It's the perfect word for pupstruction. Highlighting the themes of teamwork, family, community, creative problem solving, and the importance of imaginative play. And each episode even has an original song. So speaking of great songs and music, Lisa. And I had the chance to chat with Yvette Nicole Brown and Bobby Moynihan. So let's get right into it. Welcome to the show. Yay! Bobby, please tell us all about Pupstruction and your character, Bobby Boots, and how you pulled off getting cast as a character named Bobby. <laughs> um, right? Pupstruction is exactly what it sounds like. A lot of pups doing construction. <laughs> uh, you follow Finny, the main character, who's the head of Pupstruction. I play Bobby Boots, who is, I would say, the closest thing to a villain in this as you could be. I lead uh, the other construction company that kind of goes after Pupstruction all the time and tries to stop them from building stuff. And I think it's called Bobby Boots. They called me and they said, do you want to be in this? We called it Bobby Boots for you. And I said, I mean, do you say no to that? No. <laughs> after you, Bobby? That's yeah. not. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, no sweat. <laughs> oh, meant to be. Well, you were also Dude the Dog in the Descendants films. What makes you a good go-to for a dog character? <laughs> Lots of dogs and crabs. I don't know why I pay a lot of dogs and crabs. <laughs> it should tell me something. I love doing it. Um, And anytime, anytime you need a dog. If I see a dog, I'll start talking like what I assume they sound like. <laughs> yeah, I I'm not sure. I like to think I'm just a lovable boy. Ah, well, Yvette, you play Mayor Gilmore. We're assuming that's the mayor of Pittsburgh. What municipal situations does a mayor of Pittsburgh have to handle every day? You know, he seems to be asking Pupstruction to build the town every week. <laughs> like, he was mayor of a town that had nothing because every episode she's like, we need a bridge. We needed this. So she's a, a lovable goldfish or a fish. I don't know if it's a goldfish. She's a fish in a bowl. I don't know if people know that. And she's kind of like a Baptist preacher, how she speaks. So that's how you know Mayor Gilmore is on the page. Amazing. <laughs> well, everyone knows it is so hard to find a good contractor. Is it time to just give dogs a shot at the job? What do you both think? It would be adorable. It may not be right, but it would be <laughs> so hard. I mean, if it's the pup struction crew, I think that we'd be in good hands because they literally, again, can get an order, a job order that morning and have it done by night. So I think they'd be okay. Unless Bobby Boots is around. A lot of my lines are like, I'm always coming after her. Well, there's also an original song in every episode. Do you guys get to get in on any of the singing? Yes. Oh, yeah. Tell me more. I don't know if it's in this first batch of episodes, but I, there's a really big song that Mayor Gilmore has because Pup Struction has to step in and build something specifically for her. And so she's making sure that it's to her standards. So there's a big Mayor Gilmore song for sure. And I sung on a couple of other ones. How about you, Bobby? Yeah, a lot of like scheming, plotting songs for Lickety Split Construction, which is uh, Bobby Boots is the head of Lickety Split Construction, which is they, they're very fast. They build in the dead or they destroy what Pupstruction built. Fast, but not effective there, Bobby. They cut corners. We cut corners. <laughs> We're not very kind. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby Boots has maybe my favorite catchphrase of all time. I've, every time I get to do it at the end of an episode, I get extremely happy. He's just horrible for the whole episode. And then at the end of every episode, he just goes, I'm sorry. And he just apologizes, but he always does it again. Mayor Gilmore has a catchphrase as well. And it's when she's encouraging Pupstruction to do well. She's giving them an impossible task. She goes, good luck, 
Oops. <laughs> it's burns. This Halloween coming out of every toy or any costume with no work. There's some awesome catchphrases. Yeah. <laughs> all the while, while we're talking all things dogs, I have a cat and he is like pawing under the closet door. Just like, let me in on this interview. This isn't about you. This is about dogs. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of voice actors have been working remote lately. So did you two spend any time in the studio together? I have nope. not had the pleasure. Have you met in person? We've met before. We've probably met before. Like, yeah, what? I was a fan. We met once. And then we also were at the same open house once. Before I got my house, I would go to an open house every week and just dream. And I walked in and my dreams came true. There was Bobby Monahan just sitting there. So yes. So we, but this is the first time we've like, I think. I think I met you on the set of Community once. I was shooting an episode of Happy Endings and I came over and said hi for a moment and then ran into each other years ago. I've of course been a huge fan because I loved him on SNL. Now we get to do bits. Yeah. What is it about a Disney animated production that keeps you both coming back? You go first, Bobby. I'm going to wax blooded. I grew up loving animation. I love doing it. It's a really fun job. It's also like, I mean, selfishly, very rewarding to do a job and then eight months later have something that like really talented people made that you can show your children is really wonderful. I also just love doing these shows and they're super fun. <laughs> Ditto with the growing up loving animation. I used to dream of doing voices and I was, you know, a kid in East Cleveland. I had no idea how you get from where I was to where, where the people that made the magic were. And so the idea that I have grown up now and I get to play make-believe for a living, voiceover is my favorite type of acting. You can be anything in animation. And Disney is a wonderful company to work for. I don't know if you guys know, but I stay with the mouse as much as I can. And so to get to be on all these different shows that generations of kids will continue to find and fall in love with and to be kind of a soundtrack to their growing up is pretty amazing. Yeah, pretty special when you get, like, I think we're both in Alice's Wonderland Bakery as well. Like when I play Tweedledote on that, and like when (laughs) when you get to be one of those like legacy Disney characters and get to play in that world, it's crazy. The funnest, it's crazy, very special and wonderful surreal too well other shows that you've both appeared in include the hundred thousand dollar pyramid and match game which are both on abc do you prepare a lot to play on these shows and and like what's the best mindset to have to help the contestants win absolutely i over prepare for everything you should have seen me prepare (laughs) talk to you today i prepare (laughs) listen a lot of people that do game shows are trying to buy houses get engaged to somebody and buy the ring or pay off student loan debt like there are very real reasons they go on the show so i do not take it lightly I go and play for them to win. I do too, but I will say I've done enough game shows now that my favorite part of a game show is when one contestant is like, I'm doing this to like, my family has been in turmoil forever and like, we're going to build a house and build a house for them. And then the next contestant is like, I want a new car. Yeah. <laughs> I want to buy a keg of beer. It's like, okay. Immediately everyone starts rooting for one group. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. That's so funny. Well, Yvette, (laughs) you've also been on Celebrity Wheel of Fortune. Which game was more challenging for you, Fortune or Pyramid? Ooh, I would have to say Pyramid because on Celebrity Wheel of Fortune, I was playing for my favorite charity, Donor's Shoes, but I was playing, you know, for me and my charity. When you do Pyramid and you're with a contestant, you're playing for their dream. And so it just, the pressure of it just feels like it's a little bit more. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, 
we've got Star Wars, we've got Marvel, we've got Disney Channel, we've got Disney Junior, we've got Disney Plus. What is left for you both? Maybe a Walt Disney Animation Studios feature, maybe Pixar event, maybe, I don't know. What are you two hoping for in the future? When you think, Bobby, what do you want? Consistent, normal work and like a mildly boring life. Like, <laughs> like I just want everything to do nicely for a little while. The last couple of years have been fun and let's all relax and just yeah. let's all have a nice time. <laughs> well, yeah. as far as work next, anything, I don't care. I love working. Whatever, whatever. I dream of a live action Star Wars appearance. And, and also to be in a Disney proper animated film or a Pixar film would be a dream come true. So, mm-hmm. yes, please. I would love to see you as a Jedi. That would be. Oh, be so happy. That would make me so happy. Even if it's like a little pop in co-star, say two lines and get out of there. I would love. Well, it. now that I have the platform, I want to play the blob in X-Men. That's what I want. <laughs> Call it out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, being a guest on D23 Inside Disney, the podcast, it's like the next best thing, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's like number two on <laughs> the list. Absolutely. <laughs> well, Yvette, we often refer to you as the queen of Disney+. Plus, and since you were our featured guest last, you're in Disenchanted on Disney+. Plus. We know you're a big fan of the first film. So tell us what that experience was like being on Disenchanted. Uh-huh. Gosh, it was it was beyond. First, we got to shoot in Ireland, which was amazing. I'd never been, and it's such a beautiful country, and the people are so lovely. And then, you know, to get to kind of be front row center as the stars of one of my favorite films are working. Like, I was on the set marveling as a fan more than I was in character on the film. So there's sometimes, you might catch me on camera going, oh, she right there. Like, I got so excited. So being near Amy and Patrick, and it's it's an honor always to be called to be a part of something Disney, but that one was pretty special. I can't imagine. I loved that movie. I love both of them. Bobby, when we last had you on, you had just appeared in Flora and Ulysses, where you played a comic book shop owner named Stanley, a nice tribute to the legend, Stanley. Yes. <laughs> and when we first see you in the film, you're reading a DuckTales comic. And of course, on the TV show DuckTales, you voiced Louie and other characters for over 50 episodes. How did these tributes come about, these Easter eggs and and such. I think that one was like Ben Schwartz had been cast in the movie and then maybe I think Danny Pudi. Danny Pudi, the one greatest of, human being in the world. One of the greatest humans to ever. Top, top five human beings ever. Top made. five. Top five. Easily. No doubt. Easily. No doubt. And I think it was just like, oh, we have two of the DuckTales people and then I think they just called me and Kate McCoochie who plays Webby. I think like it was just a funny, weird coincidence that all the DuckTales people were in it. And then we just happened to have that DuckTales comic in that comic book store, so we held it up as a tribute, and I love it. I think it's great. That is awesome. I'm holding out for a Pupstruction, DuckTales, Laura Ulysses, Disenchanted. <laughs> I thought you were going to say live-action DuckTales movie, and I was like, I'm in. <laughs> that too. Why not? Yeah. Live-action Disney. Now that you said it, they're coming for you. Yeah, I think me and Yvette played Pain and Panic and Hercules, right? Come on, call us, Disney. Yeah, exactly. Call us. It's out there. You've manifested it. We'll see what happens. Well, we are so sadly at the very end of the interview, and we always end the show by asking our guests for their favorite Disney memory. But since you've both answered that question before, I will ask, what is your favorite memory working on a Disney animated show? Or do you have a different favorite Disney memory since we last spoke? Ooh, Bobby, go first, because I got to think. Wow. I mean, like, I just had something happen recently that popped into my head, which is I took one of my daughters to, like, my gym to go play, like, a class. And one of the girls in the class 
just had a t-shirt on that said, I love Webby. It was just the best. <laughs> it was just the best. And I just went like, I love these characters and I love that we get to be a part of it. It was that. It's just that. Just seeing that little girl. I'm like, oh, she loves Webby. Like, I do too. That's the best. I'll take a picture and send it to Kate. Like, it's just when you that, when you realize that you're very lucky and you get to be a part of these things, it's wonderful. Did you say anything to her? You I did not, but I definitely was like, <laughs> like laughing like Louie louder than some, <laughs> definitely was like, well, if she hears me laugh, this this year old will notice. I think for me, it's anytime I just recently went back into the studio to do a, a new episode of Pupstruction. And I think just being in the studio, back in the studio and seeing pictures of what we had been working on for two years and it's about to come out, like it hit me that this thing we've been working on for so long is about to be out in the world. And I'm just overjoyed. So that never gets old to me. The idea that we get to play make-believe for a living for Disney never gets old to me. It looks so good. Stunning. You guys are going to love it. That is awesome. I have no doubt. Even my cat's going to love it. Thank <laughs> you both for being on the show again. It's always such a joy to speak with you both. And congrats on Pupstruction. And fingers crossed for all this live action manifestation <laughs> we've put out in the universe. Pixar oh, too. Good to see you, Finn. That was such a fun interview. I've actually seen the show. Have you guys seen it? It's cute. It's really good. Cute. That's the word of the episode. It's cute. <laughs> well, do you know what it is time for? It's time for five fantastic things to watch this weekend presented by State Farm. For complete details, visit d23.com. Remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What's up first? I'm excited about our first one. Kazazi Moto Generation Fire is now on Disney+. Plus. It's an action-packed animated sci-fi anthology, which presents 10 futuristic visions from Africa, inspired by the continent's diverse histories and cultures. These 10 short films made by a new generation of animation creators draw on uniquely African perspectives to imagine brave new worlds of advanced technology, aliens, spirits, and monsters. Everyone has to check it out. There's all new episodes now on Disney+. Plus. I'm on a roll here, you two. I'm really excited for the next one as well, Secret Invasion. I actually started this in, oh my gosh, edge of my seat. This series <laughs> asks, who can you trust? It's now streaming on Disney+, Plus, and the first two episodes have been positively thrilling, and the third just dropped on Wednesday. If you haven't yet gotten into this incredible story of Nick Fury and his allies trying to thwart a squirrel invasion on Earth, now's the time to catch up. And don't forget to check out our recent D23 Inside Disney episode with co-star Kobe Smolders. Mm -hmm. Also, CMA Fest, 50 Years of Fanfare. This is a brand new documentary that premiered on Hulu on Wednesday, told through exclusive one-on-one -on -one interviews and never-before-seen archival content and performances. This documentary celebrates the festival's humble beginnings as a fanfare, which drew 5,000 fans in 1972 to the giant festival it is today. So this is a 75-minute documentary with interviews from some of country music's biggest names like Luke Bryan, Kelsey Ballerini, Carrie Underwood, Keith Urban, and my idol, Dolly Parton. I've been on such a Dolly Parton kick lately. <laughs> I love it. I'm always on a Dolly Parton <laughs> kick. Yes. <laughs> I love music documentaries. I can't wait to watch that. You know what else I love? Have you heard of this show called Pupstruction? Oh, Ooh. no. Tell us more. <laughs> <laughs> it's on Friday, July 7th at 8 a.m. on Disney Channel and 1130 a.m. on Disney Junior. 
We've got two great stories this week. First up, Home Stinky Home, which finds Pupstruction rebuilding their HQ thanks to a foul smell. And everyone has big ideas for what the new HQ should be. And Dump Truck Dilemma, where Finney <laughs> accidentally breaks Grandma D's beloved dump truck. We got some drama no. on Pupstruction, guys. Ah. Major drama right there. <laughs> great. And cap off the weekend with the season premiere of Celebrity Family Feud on Sunday at 9 p.m. on ABC, hosted by stand-up comedian slash actor slash author slash Emmy Award winner slash my other idol, Steve Harvey. This season premiere features the cast of Yellow Jackets battling it out while Gail King and family are pitted against Sophia Bush Hughes and fam. <laughs> Thanks again for listening to D23 Inside Disney. Don't forget to like and share this episode wherever you listen or subscribe. If you want to chat with us, hashtag D23 Inside Disney. And for all the latest Disney info, check out D23.com. We'll be back soon with more fantastic guests on an all new episode of D23 Inside, Inside Disney. Disney.